episode 10 with Parimala Bhatt. Suman Voices. In 92, I did my Himalayan expedition. That was 17,000 feet height. Wow. Good morning, Parimala ji. I'm so happy today to bring you to my show because, uh, Parimala ji, you are a true inspirational personality because you are a founder of Snehankit uh, Foundation for Visually Impaired and uh, you are doing wonders to the visually impaired community. Wonders like uh, helping them getting education, and you are helping them stand steady in their careers and much more. Parimalaji, I want to know more in detail about your organization and also about yourself through you. Welcome to my show, Suman vs. Human. Thank you, Suman. Good morning to you all. I am also very happy to be with you all at the show. And uh, I am very proud of my organization to talk about it. Uh, this organization was started in 2001. Uh, 21st August will be completing 22 years now. And uh, I started this organization because I had faced similar problems, which now, I would not say now, which those days visually uh, impaired people were facing. That is, no readers, no books no volunteers to read or help, no writers, very difficult to get writers, and many other difficulties were faced by us. So when I was doing my graduation, I had, uh, uh, before graduation also, when I was do, uh, appearing for my SSC board, I had a very bad exam experience that we had, I had a writer who did not know the spellings, uh, simple spellings like that, T-H-A-T. Hmm. So I suffered and I got only 50% marks for my though, SSC. Though you are capable of getting 90% and above. <laughs> uh, 90% I will not say because those days even 60 was... <laughs> <laughs> but still, what, what, what my intention is, uh, though you are prepared well, it is only yeah, because yeah. of your writer's capability yes. you have to sacrifice on it. Yes. And then I did my graduation uh, from Ruya College and uh, Ruparil College. I joined Ruparil because I wanted to study psychology. And that time I had decided I should do something that in future, no visually impaired person faces so many problems. Uh, of course, that time I could not start. I had other commitments. Then I joined MSW, uh, Mumbai University from Nirmala Niketan College of Social Work. Even that time, you know, when you are studying, 
you have to be with the class you have to do your presentations you have to submit your reports and uh, you had to do your field work and reports are uh, to be submitted next day immediately which was little difficult because to find volunteers and readers for me of course i managed my faculty members my staff of college they helped me and i could go through it after i did my msw i did my management diploma in business management then i was working as a part time social worker with kamla mehta school for the blind for 3 years there i had to work i was working with children which i really enjoyed working uh, so many uh, cases we had to handle a different different uh, psychological problems they had studying problem or family problems and biological problems all sorts of problems then after 3 years i joined uh, air india in 1984 wow since i had done my msw i had a chance it was of course through influence i could join otherwise it is very difficult to get jobs mm-hmm. in corporates or companies uh, for a blind person that that too in a, a government corporate <laughs> yes <laughs> so i joined a medical as a medical social worker and i worked for 32 years and retired as a senior manager medical welfare department when i was doing social work i decided i have to do something but then some other commitments came up uh, during my uh, social work or uh, when i was doing my graduation we had organization blind graduates forum of india we all graduates had formed that group and that time i had so many hobbies i was going for treks and all hmm. and that time one of the organization decided to take visually challenged for uh, adventure training in mountaineering hmm. Hmm. for only that that group was for women so i went with that group and uh, we went to zhongri which is a uh, 14000 feet height oh uh then we went that was a 3 weeks training mountain in from a himalayan mountaineering institute in darjeeling in 92 i did my himalayan expedition that was 17000 feet height wow uh there's there was a there's a group young zingaro and they were celebrating their 10th anniversary and so had decided they had decided that they would give a chance to visually challenged persons and, and in that group up. i believe you are the only one uh, person with disabilities yes i was a secretary of a national association for the blind for 20 years where i was uh, in charge of women's department mm-hmm. i had to train women blind women in various activities then we had to make uh, gift products seasonal gifts for uh, donors or for companies like diwali products then raksha bandhan mm-hmm. uh, we had one project of making 
वन लैक राखीज एंड सेंड टू ऑल द जवान्स सो दैट वी हैड डन दैट टाइम दैट वॉज डन फॉर थ्री फोर इयर्स इट कंटिन्यूड एंड सो मेनी वर्कशॉप्स फॉर ब्लाइंड वीमेन ट्रेनिंग प्रोग्राम्स एंड ऑल दैट आई हैव अ क्वेश्चन हियर परिमला जी ड्यूरिंग योर स्कूलिंग एंड ड्यूरिंग योर कॉलेज स्टडीज See, those days, I know things were not technically so developed as uh, we are experiencing technology today. But those days, I want to know how you used to manage your uh, study material. It might be textbooks, notebooks, whatever, whatsoever. So, those days, it it was not at all an easy thing, and it it. it it needs lot of a uh, struggle and hard work i want to know more details about it uh luckily uh, i studied in under the scheme of integration that is uh, with the normal students sighted students and we had a uh, i had a special teacher we three students were in that school a convent school durala convent at bandra west mm-hmm. and we had a special teacher uh, that's he, uh, the teacher is called resource teacher who uh, helps uh, students in their studies and our teacher was so good that she used to make she used to scribe transcribe chapters in braille and give it to us to study even the maths she taught us and geography all subjects which we required help so that was i how i studied in the sighted school but that again it is uh, she who needs to uh, transcribe into braille and give it to you right it is it yeah, is not really available it's very difficult because see nab has a press but they were not doing a uh, transcription of english books Mm-hmm. So we either we had to write in braille or our teacher had to transcribe on her brailler typewriter, which was very difficult. Yeah, yeah. But when I we faced problem when I uh, I was up to seventh standard in convent because my resource teacher left the school, and so the committee decided to. transfer us to marathi medium school mm. where other students were going from special schools like kamla mehta school for the blind see after 7th the students go to sighted school to study mm. because special schools are up to 7th and kamla mehta school students were going to chabilas girls high school at dadar so they decided to send us to that school and it was very difficult for us from english medium to marathi medium hmm. Hmm. so again then they one teacher was appointed to teach us marathi and explain us all the subjects in marathi of course we did very well all my all of three of us did very well and this is how we studied but though there were braille books there was only one copy of each subject hmm. Hmm. and we were seven to eight students so it was very difficult for us so we had to take turns now today i am going to study this subject or tomorrow my another friend would study another subject mm-hmm. we had to decide 
and uh, writing also writers no writers for us so we had to go and ask our friends or uh, take uh, guidance from the school or colleges ask them to provide writers for the blind students for us it was difficult it was very difficult for us to more or less books. more or less like uh, yes. it, it's like we need to almost beg them for give their time for provide writers every time every time we have to beg for something or the other yes, yes, yes. writers volunteers books recording books mm. <laughs> everything we had to take help from others your journey with air india today's situations are different and those days things were different so i want to know i'm curious like how your job was at air india like how you were treated among with your sighted colleagues sighted counterparts my job was i was in medical department so i had to uh deal with all the medical problems and the patients patients meaning all air india staff who had some problem problem or the other like uh, health problems alcohol alcoholics drug addicts then we had one this thing family planning all these things i had to uh deal with these problems uh in the beginning my staff of air india medical department they were very uh, uh hesitant to talk to me uh my uh, senior since she was a social worker from tata institute she was uh good to me i mean like friendly good interaction we had but some of the office staff uh sometimes they never used to ask uh, answer my questions or queries or some of them being there they would not uh, uh show that they are there in the office sitting even if i call out to them their names or something i had needed something uh but uh, i think slowly they realized my capacity my confidence then they really uh, you know they were friendly with me uh my job was uh see we had hospitals on the panel air india panel and i had to book beds for the patients when they were sick or when they had to go for bypass surgery or any other disease problems so i my duty was to book the tables uh, beds in the hospitals as per their entitlement we have entitlements in air india like okay. manager will get a two bedded room or executive class or all those things so i had to study there that the entitlements and accordingly i had to book the beds then another thing was blood donation if a if a patient required blood so i had to make arrangements for the blood uh sending messages or uh calling up blood banks or some ngos who can provide who can help us in giving uh blood to the patient or the hospitals or the family members sometimes what happens families they know ah this madam is going to arrange so they are least bothered yeah yeah, yeah. so i had to convince them and all those counsel counseling was done by me 
then we had uh, some flight persons air hostesses they had some their some of their own problems they had to speak to them and many other such problems with the staff but not outside air india only with the staff of air india i had to uh, manage we had doctors 24 hours medical department so whatever i had done i had to inform our doctors then i had to check on the patients and inform our doctors what is the condition of the patient whether he is sick whether he is serious or whether or the, whether he needs any help from us from air india sometimes if a person you know it's a engineering department or loaders and you know, if they have some accident mm. so we had certain rules and regulations so i had to follow them what actually made you to start this charitable organization such a noble thing as i told you that i did i did not want my brother sisters to have same problems as as i had undergone so in 2001 i thought of starting this organization and i spoke to my friends they all agreed all agreed yes but this i agreed mean they say okay you tell us what to do you guide us so i started this uh, snehankit helpline uh which will which caters to the educational needs of visually challenged persons uh students and youth mainly hmm uh we started uh in the beginning we started with project audio book project uh when i thought of this organizing uh starting this uh, organization i just said uh made some clear i made some clear uh, terms and conditions that for audio books i will need volunteers yes whatever i do i will need volunteers because i had no funds yes yes so my friends uh one is rajiv khandekar from uh, now he is with ab maza that time he was in lok satta then samir karve from maharashtra times Hmm. i spoke to them and they wrote some articles in the papers and they uh did some write up about the organization hmm. and i told them i need some volunteers who could record the books in their own sitting in their own homes not this i said why because many people want to do some social service yes but they do not know how to do it and where to do it the problem is no one likes to travel prefers traveling they would like to do something in their own homes hmm and that thought came to my mind i say okay then and there are women who really want to do something but live in their family their children their own jobs so this was a very good idea for everyone and when i said this when it came in the paper so many people called me and they joined my organization so this is how the beginning was volunteer i started getting volunteers and then 
I have made a I had made a form that what uh, they would like to do whether audio recording or reading or helping in computer work because many of the students had to do some projects in the college which required writing. Yes. So that was a column I had in my form. Another column was escorting. Now, what happens when we go to government offices or hospitals? We cannot go independently. Though we say we are independent, but because there are so many counters and so much of crowd, so we don't understand which counter to go. And they will say, "Come that side, go that side, go to number one counter," and there you require help. Yes, you need somebody to be. Unfortunately, with you. our 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 country is not uh, really accessible. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and that is how I had put that column also. Who would like to escort? Yeah. And sometimes yes, shopping also. Yes, we want. We would like to go for shopping, but we need somebody's help to tell us the colors and to go to different different shops, yes. markets, malls. Of course, malls were not there <laughs> that yes. time. But yes, shopping also. So escorting, then how would you like to, uh, do, would you like to do recording or reading or uh, escorting or sponsorship? Mm. Sponsorship mm. for the medical uh, facilities, medical aids, then fees, students' fees. All these things I had added in my form. So accordingly, people filled up their forms. But many majority of them I got for audio books. I believe those were uh, audio cassettes, right? Yes, that time the cassettes were there. Yes, cassettes yes. were there, Walkman. So they were there was recording on the Walkman. See, when you recorded on the cassettes, you had so many cassettes for each subject. You could not record one book on one cassette because cassettes were ninety minutes or sixty minutes. Yes. So, so many cassettes they had to carry. Students. Yes. Of course, those cassettes have gone. Then series, series. Then we started series, uh, making series, and then we were posting the series to outstation students through post. Uh, postal. It is very free. It is a uh, free for us. Literature of the blind. The government has done that a good job. Hmm. Whatever you send through post, it is free of cost. Is it? Yes. Braille books, cassettes, CDs. If it is a literature for the blind, it is free. Devices, white canes, slates, we are sending free of cost. Oh, okay. Then CDs we are doing. So many CDs, uh, nearly per day, we were making 60, 70 CDs before Corona. Oh, awesome. <laughs> 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 but afterwards, of course, everybody had to go for technology. Yeah. All the students, they had to learn. And we are training them in computers and smartphone, the usage, how to do it, how to download the books through computer, through email, through telegram. So now uh, you, we are doing that work. You are also into providing uh, books in Braille to the people with disability, right? Yes, we have a braille printing. We don't do much transcription work. We are just have done a, a 10 standard, 11 standard and 12 standard. Because see, 
to transcribe book into braille is very costly yeah. it's highly prohibited so whatever we get funds from rotary club of thane they sponsor our braille production uh by giving a some amount so rest of the amount we had to raise hmm. through some other donors or organizations braille is very costly so it is not feasible hmm. Hmm. for everyone to have the notes or books in braille we are having some courses also we conduct training programs uh, recently we had a home management workshop for 15 days Oh. where we have we were training uh, uh visually challenged in uh, how to manage in the house then how to cut vegetables how to make salads then peel vegetable cucumber carrot carrots and all then how awesome. to cut how to clean the vegetables how do you know the vegetables are good or bad through touch how to manage expenses in the house see what has happened now we all don't stay in a family some of them stay alone so they should know how to manage the house yes so yes. we taught them how to make chapatis and how to put cooker and how to put, make dal upma pohe so many things we taught them so even if you're staying alone some basic things you should know you cannot always order from swiggy and uh, zomato unfortunately <laughs> both of those platforms are inaccessible today <laughs> yes. So sad. Uh, blind cannot <laughs> order food to eat in India. Very unfortunate. No. Yes. There is something uh, really very interesting. I I would say brilliant that uh, you are you are making blind people show the light to the world through solar uh, electrification and also <laughs> bulbs. We had this training, electronics, electrical bulbs, LED bulbs. We have a friend, Sagar Patil, who himself is a visually challenged person. And through exploring, he studied all these things, electrical, how, to, how the bulb works, how to make LED bulbs, tube lights, Making yes bugs. i was about to come to that uh, after i uh, was yeah. talking to you about home management actually he was a student with us in uh, from 11th standard and we we were he was taking uh, facilities from us for writers and readers and all those things and then when when i realized sagar is doing his program so we can it's no problem we can invite him and ask him to conduct this training program uh we had yes we had uh, 20 participants for this course because we don't have much place so 12 participants in the afternoon we had made two batches 10 and 12 10 and 10 hmm. and there there he taught everyone how to make electrical boards how to make switches how to make bulbs tube lights then how to repair mixer how to repair fridge and wow. he himself had devised some instrument he had made instruments accessible for blind to avoid getting shocks oh. if you are working with a fridge you should not get shock you can current yes so he had uh, such instruments testers whether current is there or not to check 
and it was a really good uh, training program we had that the sessions were very good and then one day uh, as he was teaching everyone to make bulbs and everybody had made bulbs now how to switch on the bulb then he showed them how to switch on the bulb and then when the they, when they switched on the bulb they were so happy to see happy to see me they couldn't see the light but they could uh, feel the happiness feel that she yes. went Yes. Oh, the light is on. <laughs> Everybody yeah. clapped and was yeah. well fun. Panimalaji, I have a question here. This may sound very dumb, but uh, I have this question <laughs> popping up on my mind. Uh, okay. How how a blind person when when he makes a bulb? So how does he know that the bulb is glowing? Because it is warm, you know. If you yes, touch, if you touch yes, it. Yes. 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 Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I know this answer but I want my listeners to understand because oh, oh, oh. <laughs> most of my listeners are sighted uh, people yeah but, but there will be very many questions when I talk about home management also <laughs> <laughs> they must be having yes yes <laughs> and do you get any support from government for manufacturing of all these uh, no no Oh, I didn't talk about my domino center. No. Can I? Yes, of course. Please. Uh, <laughs> we have a center at Domiuli where children come to the center to study. They are right from age three, four years to eleven, twelve standard students. All blind students. Yes. Hmm. And they come to learn Braille, how to do write, read Braille, how to write Braille, how to do mathematics on the frame. and they take one day off from their school and they come to the center to study so we have we have special educators to teach them so their homework then some subject like science geography mathematics where they need help we teach them english and we also have uh, computer uh, training there also in andheri also we have computer training program and various types of uh, games toys they have to develop the sensory senses <laughs> because child is a small child we have to first develop his touch sense before we teach braille to develop this we need some uh, first we give them the pulses small pulses whether they can touch they can feel they can recognize then we give them some beads to touch and this is how we develop then hearing listening mm. so we have uh, different types of toys making noise then stuffed toys to identify the animals mm. so we have various activities in the domeli center that place has been given by one of our education director who has uh, given his place for the use of our center and the new center what you uh, just told us that is schooling kind of thing right from the kindergarten to 12th yes that is a schooling and plus uh, we have all computers there and different activities there they go for swimming also learn swimming oh. then we have chess play chess training they play chess as this school also have 11th and 12th and certainly 
you need to cooperate with the board of education maharashtra right yes uh, we are now trying uh, uh, with ssc board that they should allow 12 standard students to appear for exams with the help of their laptops because many students are doing very well on the laptop and they can write the answers on their own because see depending on the writer then they lose marks i have once a students uh, doing her ca in uh, nagpur uh, kola sorry kolhapur she said if i do write on my own i get more marks mm, mm. on my laptop so i don't i don't need writers yes so i want all the students to go for lap, uh, doing answers on the laptop learn computer be efficient in using computer but of course there are some difficulties everybody can't how about your uh, family uh, parimalaji like tell me about your parents like how uh, they reacted when they came to know that uh, you cannot see my parents were educated so there was no question of reacting hmm. they knew all the facilities available for the visually challenged so i got a good family support in my life so there was no any problem with my family okay let's come back to the uh, organization you run what, what is the reason behind uh, the name uh, snehankit snehankit means one who is really loving snehankit awesome loving and affection yes now That what are your future plans name. with the organization my future plans i would like to start a hostel for the students which is uh, students are really facing problem they cannot study they cannot they uh, they have no place to stay when people when students come to bombay or when they come from village areas and they come to bombay to study this is the biggest problem our students are facing there's no they cannot stay in with as a paying guest also or stay in a private hostel mm. because the rates are very high It's very expensive. They cannot afford, and to get a good place near the station, to uh, develop a multi-service, come resource center for visually challenged, where I can have all the facilities under one roof. Like we also work for low vision people who have lost their vision uh, uh, at the later age, and also whose vision is deteriorating. slowly we are also working for them uh who become blind late they there we have to do some rehabilitation work like training them in mobility how to go independently how to move with their cane how to cross road how to be on the road how to approach person for help and how to take help from people when somebody comes to help how do you as a person to help you my dear All listeners i would like to tell you one thing very clearly that in india still the number is very big Uh, yes the blind people are not all blind people are really educated and doing good in their lives there are a large portion of blind people who are not educated and who are going through a yeah. lot of problems due to the poverty and yes. organizations like uh, snehanket are empowering them they are providing them good education and also they are providing them the resources to so stand independently in life and do something 
to take care of themselves. Now, the big challenge here is funding because money speaks a lot. Money means a lot. And unless you have uh, ample amount of money in hand, you cannot really achieve goals. So I request all of you to kindly give it a serious thought and uh, uh, here in the description I'm providing you the link to the organization where you can uh, contribute uh, whatever you want like you can click on this link and donate to the organization so that our Parimala Bhatt who is the founder of this organization will put her 100% to achieve achieve the goal what she is actually willing to do because your contribution will give a life a better life to the persons with disabilities parimalaji i have a yes i have a common question for all my guests coming into my show and you will not have any option to say no you have to answer this uh, the question coming up is parimalaji if you have all the powers all the superpowers in your hand to change something in this country, what that would be? I would change the attitude of people, create awareness among the people about disability sector. Which is indeed needed today. Yes. So it was great talking to you, Parimalaji. And thank you so much for giving me time. And thank you. Thanks a million uh, for coming <laughs> into my show and uh, making my day special. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much.